we think about exercise as being like I need to I need a specific gym membership to do exercise or I need to set aside this specific amount of time for mm. exercise or I need to be wearing these types of clothes um, to be doing exercise. But it's just physical activity that you need. It's Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Sarah. I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab. I'm an audio producer and journalist. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're on today and pay our respects to their elders past and present. Just a warning uh, before we get into this episode, I'm going to be a bit ranty. Uh, I keep seeing all these 30-day fitness challenge articles in my newsfeed and they are driving me crazy. We love ranty, Gab. (laughs) All right. So, yes, let's talk about why they are a terrible idea and you should never really do them. No. So, you know, Sarah, talk us through what are some of these stupid 30-day challenges that we've seen. Look, if if you open any social media platform, you are inevitably going to see an article or an Insta reel or a TikTok about some new 30-day challenge. I did push-ups for 30 days and here's what happened. Or I did lunges for 30 days and transformed my life. I did, uh, I think I saw one, I did sit-ups for 30 days and here's why you should too. <laughs> Literally, you sent me a screenshot of one of them recently with the headline, Summer Fitness Challenge, I tried the beginner's 100 squat challenge for a month. This is what happened. It's 100 squats per day for 30 days. Like, what the actual fuck? I know. And the the funny thing about that article, when I saw it, it, we were literally talking about doing an episode on why these 30-day challenges are so Mm. shit. And and this article just popped up and I was like, ah, no. And then I opened it. And sure enough, uh, which is what we'll get into, um, the journalist who was undergoing the 100 squats a day challenge for 30 days actually went and spoke to a professional who suggested that it was an absolutely terrible idea for reasons that we will get into. But I just love that like, she still persevered with, with doing oh, yeah. 100 squats a day. <laughs> and look, I, I don't fault her for doing that because I think many of us, certainly me, you know, I've fallen prey to some of these challenges before. Oh, but, me too. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chat today about why you might want to rethink the thirty day challenge motif. Yes, absolutely. So why thirty days straight of doing the same thing is a terrible idea. I mean, it would kind of be like eating the same thing thirty days in a row, the same type of food. You'd be pretty uh, bored of it by the end, and you'd probably mm. also just give up halfway through because you need you need variety and something else in your life. Yes, but you know, reason number one why we think they're a terrible idea is that they're too rigid. So you know, think about. Um, 100 squats a day, or not even 100 squats a day, but but X amount of push-ups or squats a day for 30 days straight. The problem with this is if you miss a day, because life will inevitably get in the way, you know, you're sick, the kids are sick, you need to look after your parents, something at work has come up, you know, just life, these things that happen, you miss a day or a couple of days and you automatically feel like a failure, you give up, you lose your motivation and you blame yourself. And so Mm -hmm. then you're back to square one of beating yourself up about not doing enough exercise. Uh, But the way that you tried to fix that was to do a 30-day challenge, which was unsustainable. And the moment it wasn't, you know, the moment it came unstuck, then it's like, oh, it's all my fault. I'm just, I'm just not cut out for this. I'm just really shit. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, and it's look, it's terrible for your muscles. Yes. If, if and and again, we're talking perhaps more the you know the the weightlifting, resistance training, strength training. Um, you know, you need a minimum, a minimum of a day in between exercising that particular muscle group. And your wonderful brother AJ, when he was on the pod a few months ago, you know, he really he he explained so well why it's important to to take breaks between exercising large muscle groups because you know there are there are adaptations that need to happen you are stressing these muscles not just stressing yourself out you're stressing these <laughs> muscles out and you call it you, you're causing little microfilament tears in the muscles and that's and that's great because that's how hypertrophy occurs that's how you get bigger muscles by stressing the muscles but by also resting the muscles afterwards and giving them time to adapt to that stressful load you've placed them under. Mm. And if you are doing the same muscle group day in, day out, without a break, not only are you losing the benefit from that exercise, but you're also significantly increasing the chances that you're going to injure yourself. Mm. And uh, and then again, if you, you know, if you cop an injury at day six of your 30-day challenge, inevitably you'll blame yourself. You yep. won't blame the challenge. You'll just be like, oh, I'm not fit enough to do this. Yep. No, no, no. You you, you may well <laughs> No one be. should be doing this. <laughs> no one should be doing this. It's it's really, it can, it can just be so harmful. Mm, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, and as AJ said, always aim for 24 to 48 hours between strength training where you're using that same set of muscles. So, for example, you know, squats on day one, you don't do squats on day two. You may be able to do squats on day three, maybe even leave it to day four if you're an absolute beginner because you know how it is. You know what it feels like when you do a particular type of exercise for the first time. Like literally last week I did my first exercise physio sessions um, purely, you know, they're, they're antenatal sessions uh, and it was very, very gentle. But, you know, I am months out of uh, conditioning um, because, you know, there was the first first few months of my um, pregnancy, I didn't, I just couldn't do anything at all. Mm. And I really lost a lot of strength. And then when I was able to get back into exercise, it really was just, you know, hopping on the bike or going for a walk, very, very gentle, moderate cardio exercise. So this first session, I did like uh, 10 goblet squats. So these are the ones where you hold a weight, um, like a dumbbell in between both hands, like like you're holding a goblet uh, and you do a slow squat. Luckily, because it's a, you know, antenatal pregnancy class, I had a chair underneath my bum so I wouldn't just, you know, collapse and fall mm-hmm. over, <laughs> which is quite possible given my lack of strength at the moment. I did 10 of those and, gee, that was, that was pretty tough and I was pretty puffed by the end of it. For the next three days, you know, it was really like I had to brace myself whenever I sat down or sat down on the toilet. Or- the toilet. It's, <laughs> and you've got to pee a lot when you're pregnant. So. <laughs> it is the toilet for me when you've done uh, when you've done a lot of leg a yes. lot of leg work, particularly if you haven't done it for a while. Oy, oh. getting getting on that loo and getting off. <laughs> like bracing the walls and shaking as I was going down. So yes, you should always aim for 24 to 48 hours between strength training where you're using the same set of muscles. You know, cardio where the resistance, the muscle resistance is quite low. So, you know, walking uh, or cycling um, on a stationary bike where you're not really sort of pushing yourself too hard. That's okay. You could do that more regularly. 
But at the same time, you still need to understand your body and feel where you're at, particularly if you're just starting out. If you need a rest day, you know, you've decided that you want to start walking every day, but you get to like day three or four and you're just really tired and you seem a lot more tired than normal. Take a rest day because you're still, your body's still doing things that it's not used to, even if cardio is something that you can actually do every single day. Um, So you still just kind of need to listen to yourself and give yourself that rest time when you need it. However, with gentle, moderate cardio, you're not going to damage your muscles in the same way um, as you would if you were doing, yeah, like squats or strength training of some sort. That's it, because it, you know, ultimately with with cardio training, you're you're trying to strengthen your your heart and your lungs, um, not so much building muscular strength. Look, another reason why I think these thirty day challenges suck is because I feel it actually makes an ongoing regular exercise habit more difficult. Remember that our aim is to be more physically active and to be sufficiently active according to current health guidelines in Australia and around the world. Sufficiently active. active. There's a general consensus on this. Uh, Everyone will tell you what you need to be sufficiently active and therefore to, to reap the health benefits of that is 22 to 44 minutes of moderate physical activity a day. It's half that amount half that amount if you do vigorous intensity physical activity. Um, But, you know, if that's not something that you're into because you're a bit of an exercise sloth like us and you don't love, you know, smashing out a hit session that makes you feel really gross and sweaty, 22 to 44 minutes of moderate physical activity is what you're after. It doesn't have to be... (laughs) It doesn't have to be as insane as big fitness would like you to believe. Mm -hmm. For me, I think, and this is something you and I talk about all the time, Sarah, is I think it really helps to reframe how you think about exercise. So, you know, exercise is kind of a bit of a buzzword, right? But Mm. effectively, we want to focus on physical activity. If you put exercise in this kind of special category, it can actually kind of put up more roadblocks and it can actually prevent you from being more physically active. You know, it, if we think about exercise as being like, I need to, I need a specific gym membership to do exercise or I need to set aside this specific amount of time for mm. exercise or I need to be wearing these types of clothes um, to be doing exercise. But it's just physical activity that you need, you know, so that could be walking up and down the stairs, taking a set of stairs instead of a lift when it's an option, um, hopping off the bus or train a stop early and getting a slightly longer walk to, you know, work or wherever you've got to go. It can be, you know, obviously not right now, it's quite chilly, but, you know, hopping in the pool with kids. Um, It can be jumping on the trampoline with the kids. It can be any number of things. It's just about being physically active. It, it doesn't. Ha- you don't have to put it in the framework, that sort of little nice tidy box of this is my exercise. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we need to, you know, in order to be sufficiently active, we need to get rid of as many barriers as we possibly can. And I think I really loved that concept of thinking of it less as exercise, particularly if you are someone that's hardwired to kind of hate the idea of exercise because you are an exercise sloth, Mm. forget about exercise. Just, you know, if you need to grab a couple of things from the shops and you have a little bit of time, you know, walk up to the shops, walk back with the bag of groceries. You know, if that's an option for you, boom, that's probably your 22 minutes. Mm. Like it's, it doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be at a certain place. You don't need to be wearing a fancy outfit. Just be more active. 
active. Exactly. You know, and if you're like me and you sit at a desk for long periods of time, um, it, it can literally just be as simple as like setting an alarm or setting a time or setting a calendar, you know, notification that just says, you know, every 25 minutes or every half an hour or something, just hop up and do a quick walk, walk around the house. Uh, if you're in the office, do a quick walk around the office um, and sit back down. You know, mm. it, it can just be doing that. That alone is going to be so much better for you than just sitting at your desk for, you know, eight hours a day. That's it. And and when you when you are sitting at your desk for eight or more hours a day, you're also we, we spoke many moons ago about kind of the the panoramic vision versus your very focused vision that you have when you're staring at a computer screen, staring at small print on your screen. If you can, step up, you know, go for a stretch, do three squats, do, you know, a five minute lap of your of your house and see the horizon, then Mm. that's also going to have some lovely benefits for your mental health. Oh, my goodness. You know, when you first told us about that, it was when we were in lockdown last year and, you know, being stuck inside this – like, I love my home, but being stuck inside this apartment for weeks and weeks on end. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just being able to look outside. Find the horizon. horizon. (laughs) Find the horizon. And and it's an easy way to – you know, it's it's an easy thing to do to step away from your desk and, and while you do it, you know, stretch your legs you know, stretch your back, relax your shoulders, whilst that might not necessarily constitute moderately active activity. Um, all of these all of these little things add up. And, and like you were saying, if we stop thinking about activity purely in terms of exercise and instead rather about just physically moving your body, then each of these little two minutes adds up. Absolutely. And remember that's, yeah, you're aiming for 22 to 44 across a day. Um, across across a week, if you don't get it one day, you can you know take a slightly longer session the next week, um, or just you know factor in a little bit more walking. However you can, that's all it is. Physical activity doesn't have to be exercise. Uh, the other reason why I think these thirty day challenges are just totally balls is that they're so boring. Like as I said before, it'd be like eating the same the same lunch every single day. Sometimes you can go through a phase of eating the same thing every day when you like it, but eventually, (laughs) after a couple of weeks, like, I'm going to need something else. Avocado on toast gets me every time. (laughs) Every time. But then, you know, even after a while, you're like, nah, I really feel like something different today. 30 days of the same type of exercise is really boring. Variety is the spice of life. I know it's a cliche, but humans need new and exciting things. There's like some stat that says when you buy something new, the novelty of it lasts six weeks. And then it wears off and then it's just become normal and old and a part of your life and you don't even really think about it anymore. That's <laughs> obviously, you know, why, how capitalism works. Because <laughs> we're constantly wanting, you know, buying new things. But the same, you know, that's just how we're hardwired. Something becomes very boring if you do it all the time, um, you know, over and over again in the same way. Something might be, you know, exciting for the first few weeks because you feel pumped and motivated and you've, you've got this new challenge and woohoo, look at me go. And then eventually you'll be like, eh, it's normal now. It's boring. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. It suddenly goes from being a little bit interesting, a little bit unique, a little yeah. bit different to just being a chore. A chore, just a bland old boring piece of shit. So yes, you know, if you, if you don't feel like doing something one day, you can do something different or you can take a rest day and that's kind of that's kind of how an exercise habit or a physical activity habit I should call it is more sustainable is is when you do break it up and change it up and and you know make it more varied. Yes, I love that. Uh the other big thing which mm-hmm. uh really helps and really helped you and me kind of in the early days of actually 
creating a habit that we would stick to is our out of 10 rule. Remember yes. the out of 10 rule, Sarah? How long has it been I, since we talked about it? <laughs> it's Well, I, look, I, I think that we we remind ourselves frequently of the out of 10 rule, but it, it is something that you do, you kind of, you need you need a little refresher and you need to have it front and centre in your in your brain, particularly for those days where you just don't have a lot of energy in the tank. Mm. The out of 10 rule, essentially, you know, when you wake up in the morning or, or before you're about to do some kind of physical activity, ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, how am I feeling today? So, you know, are you a 10 out of 10, I think I've been a 10 out of 10 maybe once or twice in my entire life. Um, I think I need some kind of performance-enhancing drug to get to exactly, 10 out of 10, to be exactly. honest. <laughs> so 10, 10 out of 10, you know, go run a marathon, you know, do do 100 chin-ups, whatever the case might be. For the rest of us, you know, if you're, a, if you're a 0 to 3 out of 10, you really need to take it easy that day. You just need to, you know, if you want to do something physical with your body, you know, do some gentle stretching. Maybe maybe go for a, you know a really gentle lap around the block to get a bit of fresh air and some sunshine. Um, maybe you might feel like doing five minutes of really gentle yoga. But if you legitimately are a, you know a one or a two or a three out of ten, you don't have a lot of energy. And if you attempt to do a hit session that day, oh. you'll inevitably feel like crap, and you'll run the risk, which I think a lot of us. Uh, are prone to of then blaming yourself for not being able to do that particular exercise plan that you had. Mm. Um, I think if you're then, let's say you're a four to six out of 10, then maybe you've got a little bit more energy. Maybe you can do a little bit more yoga. You might do, you know, you might do a slightly longer yoga session. You might feel up for getting outside and and going for a, a moderate walk, a brisk walk. You, you you love your stationary bike, so, you know, a, a three to a six might just be a very gentle, you know, 15 minutes, low-intensity, gentle ride on the bike um, and, and kind of see how you go from there. Absolutely, yeah. Like p- possibly not even, well, definitely not even breaking out into a sweat, really. You're just kind of yeah, sitting, no. sitting and you're just kind of going at a consistent pace. That's it. Like if you're, if you're five or less, then you don't need to worry about sweat that day. No. <laughs> And then ultimately, I guess if you're, you know, if you are in the six to nine or, you know, seven, eight, nine or 10 range, then, you know, you've, you've got a little bit more mojo that day. You might feel as though this is the day that you can slightly push yourself, do a slightly more intense Pilates session, do a, uh, you know, do an online dance workout that actually gets your heart rate up and gets you a little bit sweaty and, and pumping or, you know, crank up the intensity on your stationary bike and, and ride for a little bit longer or do some some hills on your stationary bike. It's it's all about modifying the anticipated exercise or physical activity that you want to do to how you're actually feeling that day. Mm. And I think matching that can have a really profound impact on your ability to feel really good about the physical activity that you did do. Yeah. And and making sure that you're not pushing yourself uncomfortably beyond where you need to get to in order to be sufficiently active. Yeah, and also just that it's it's more sustainable. It's a model that you can keep up. It's it's something that you could tick off your list every single day mm. for 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> or however, because- many, however many days. You could just tick off, I did something today. Today was yeah. a zero, so, you know, I just did a little bit of stretching or, you know, I just had a rest day. Tomorrow was 
um, you know, tomorrow was a five. So I jumped on the bike and I did, you know, a nice half hour moderate cycle, you know, and you just kind of do whatever you feel up yep. to on that day. It's so much more achievable and sustainable. It's just far less prescriptive than yeah. I think these 30 day challenges often are. Yes. And, uh, and, you know, you and I will never feel exactly the same on the same day. I will not feel exactly the same today as I will feel tomorrow. So, and and these 30-day challenges just don't take that into consideration. Not at all. Speaking of, though, um, I mean, we've established why they're shit, but have you <laughs> have you tried one? Who, me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. I speak to you with, with years of experience <laughs> of these awful challenges. Um, and, and look, most of these challenges have ended in complete and utter disappointment or or definitely that sense of failure and, and it's that sense of I wasn't, able to do the challenge rather than this challenge was not suited to me. Well, this challenge is just batshit crazy and yeah, no yeah. professional trainer of some sort would ever prescribe them no, to anyone. No. I mean, I've downloaded the, you know, the 30 days of squats or the 30 days of push-ups and, you know, inevitably didn't complete them or I skipped a day and then just basically threw the whole thing out the window. Yep. Um, I've done I've done the charity challenges. Yep. Um, I did last uh, last October, I did the Burpees for Boobs challenge, um, which was 30 days of burpees to raise money for the Sydney Breast Cancer Foundation. Great cause. Did I get physically fitter? Probably. Have I done any burpees <laughs> since then? Like basically no. Um, and, and yes, I've definitely done the 30 days of yoga with Adrian challenges. Um, the first time I did that was in in pandemic version 1.0 um, <laughs> when and and look I even then because I was you know I was new to rethinking my relationship with exercise and physical activity when I started the 30-day challenge I stubbornly made sure that I did my 30-day challenge in 30 days no matter what mm. and I was not fit I hadn't done yoga for years um and and look, I can I can now absolutely see the benefits in taking breaks when you have to. Um, look, there's no doubt there's more, more, more than those <laughs> that I've done in in the last forty four years. Uh, and look, I would say that with the with the possible exception of that yoga challenge or the the thirty day yoga challenges that are available, I'm pretty sure. Like I said with the burpees before, I'm pretty sure when I've got to the end of any of these challenges. I have never wanted to – I've sworn off that type of exercise, <laughs> like, for good. You do 30 days of squats in a row, you are not going to want to squat again. Ever again, yeah. Yep. That's that's even if you make it to the end of that's the 30 if you days. Make it. Yeah. yeah, so if you, if you do somehow miraculously make it uninjured and unencumbered at the end of your 30 days um, – yeah, you. Because, You're so bored of it by the oh end. Oh my god! Do it anymore. It is. It's. It's awful. When I got to the end of that that burpee challenge, it was. It was just mentally excruciating to to get my however many burpees. I mean, I think I did 750 burpees in a month. Yeah. Um. I did take days off in there, but I even then I still felt a bit guilty because I had people donating money to what was an excellent cause, and that gave me motivation to complete the challenge, obviously, mm. but I don't think it's – I still think you have to be so careful about signing up to these things in the first place, no matter how good – how, you know, how good the outcomes might be in terms of fundraising. Um, 
just be really careful about what impact they will have on your mental fitness whilst you're trying to become more physically fit in yeah, the process. Absolutely. And, you know, look, uh, the, the charity challenges are for such great causes and I can totally understand why they're a thing. But for exercise sloths, mm. they are, we often use them, and I've done so many of them in my lifetime, we often use them as – the, the motivation to finally start exercising yes. or to finally get fit and they're not the place to start. They're just, they're no. just not, you know, no. because. <laughs> and if you've chosen a charity that actually has real meaning to you, then yes. it's, it's, it, it is when, if you have to, to take a break or if you have to stop the challenge early, the, yeah, the, the, emotional drain that that has yes. on you can can really be debilitating. So, yes, charities obviously are amazing. Charity fitness fitness challenges are great for raising funds and awareness for things, but I would just I would caution you to have a really good think about your relationship with that exercise and also your relationship with that charity and why you are drawn to that charity in the first place because these challenges are tough. Yes, and they're not. This it's not the way to start exercising if you've no. not been able to successfully no. do it. Uh, just take it from two people who know very yes. very well. Yes. I mean, I've I've definitely done like a daily squat challenge. I think I remember I saw a, a tile on Instagram many years ago that just had like this really silly, you know, day one do X amount of squats, day two do this, day three do that, and it went through all the thirty days. And naturally, it had the a photo of this. Um, you know, an image of this lady in ridiculously short shorts. Um, in fact, I don't think you even saw the lady. You just saw her bum, um, oh, yeah. which was cool. taut and lovely. And obviously, you know, that was the selling point would be like, if you did this for 30 days, you're going to have an ass like that. And I did it for like three days. And of course, you know, working the same muscle group <laughs> over and over again with zero fitness and zero strength to begin with. My legs were on fire by day three and I didn't even make it through a week of doing it and immediately, you know, threw in the towel. So, you know, like I always admire how much, how stubborn you are sometimes, Sarah, <laughs> because you will like, you will, like if you've signed up for something, you will finish it and yeah. it's incredible to watch you do it, but you won't keep keep it up. Whereas no. I won't even finish it. I just go, no, I'm, I can't do it. This is terrible. And, and I'm really shit. Um, and, and I just kind of throw in the towel. And, you know, I think most people are a combination of either, either a you or a me, you know. <laughs> there are two types of people in this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. See, I, I look at, I, I look at, well, I listen to you tell that story about quitting after three days because it was clearly not sustainable. And I just, I just want to high five you. I want to give you a big hug. I want to like, thank you for being sensible. You know, me on the other hand, I do have, I have a problem with not finishing something I've started, <laughs> Yeah, but it do that just doesn't translate into, you know, a lifelong love affair with squatting. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, that's just important to, to know if you are thinking of embarking on one of these challenges because you want to change your relationship with exercise, even if you get through that 30 days, it it just, I'm sorry, but it's not going to change your life. It's not. And, you know, I guess this comes down to something that we talk about all the time um, in terms of goals and and habits and I guess these challenges kind of fall into the category of I've got a goal and mm. I want to achieve it um, but it's not 
you're not kind of creating a habit that's sustainable and something that you can, you know, stick to when life gets tough. And I think that's why that that is the reason why if we go back to the source material and atomic habits by James Clear which was you know the, the kind of you know light bulb moment for the two of us in terms of how we could finally after years of doing all these stupid challenges and and you know throwing ourselves into boot camps and all kinds of crazy things like crossfit and oh god who knows and expensive what expensive things expensive things you know and then just totally ripping on ourselves and our self esteem because we couldn't keep it up or because we, like yourself, you finished it, but then you didn't keep it up. And so then it mm. still felt like a waste. You know, the only reason why we were able to um, consistently become more physically active in order to be, I would say, sufficiently active is through building a habit, you know, and, and these 30-day challenges are not habit building. They're literally short-term and that's why there's so many all over Every kind of social That's why media. They're an app. Easy sell, yeah, exactly. As well. Thirty days, right? You feel shit about yourself right now. Here's this thirty day thing that's going to totally transform your life. And and obviously, yes, we're 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 wired to pick the easiest thing. You know, if it's if it's long and boring and slow, like why would you sign up for that? You know. Whereas if it's, why well, I have be- to do this every day for the yeah. rest of my life? <laughs> it's, it's, if it's you know, quick fix thirty days. Fuck yeah, I'm going to give it a crack. Look, I would also say that. You know, sometimes a 30-day challenge is okay if that's what you need to get started. Those Yoga with Adrian 30-day challenges are great because they're varied across those 30 days. You know, they're modified every day. You are not doing the same yoga session 30 days in a row. No. at all. Some of them are more challenging. Some days are recovery days. Literally, there's a day where you get a blanket, a pillow, and you wrap yourself up like a burrito. Um, there's there's a meditation day where there's like a weird meditation backing track of some sort, and you just kind of sit there breathing. You know, like they're modified. So, you know, if you did want to start a consistent yoga practice, they are a good place to start. I just, I wouldn't really, I mean, they kind of fall under the 30-day challenge thing, but yep. I wouldn't really call them the 30-day challenge that we're talking about well, here. Well, you would be you would be very proud of me at the moment, Gab, because Ooh. I I mean, am- I'm always proud of you, but yeah. <laughs> no, but now. Um, <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm actually doing the, I'm doing the 2022 30 days of Great. yoga program at the moment, yep. which which I started in January yep. and then had to stop because I got COVID and then I never really found my way back to because it. Because you until, got COVID again. And then I got COVID again and then I moved house and blah, 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 blah. Um, excuses, woman. Um, yeah, but I restarted it about two weeks ago, so probably 14 days ago. But guess what? What? I'm up to day eight. Yes. I mean, this is this is how I did the first Yoga with Adrian 30-day challenge. Yeah, I did it over it. like two or three months. I took that leaf straight out of your book because, like, I am, again, I've changed – I've changed my relationship with with physical activity and I think and it's and it's really like it's hardwired if you are someone that is has always been very goal oriented to you know to a fault these challenges can be quite detrimental in a in a in a sense um and you were the one that taught me that wow you actually don't get a medal for doing your 30 days in 30 days no and that there is no law that says you have to do it in 30 days and like adrian doesn't call you up and demands that you get off the program or anything <laughs> it's literally you, you can do your 30 days 
of yoga in 30 days or 40 days or 60 days or whatever. Like there is no prize at the end. If you if you are thinking about doing one of these challenges, a hopefully it's a challenge that has some variety in it, like one of these more choreographed 30 day challenges where it changes day by day. Mm. But even if for some reason you've got it stuck in your head that you really want to get good at push-ups and you've downloaded some push-up app, you know, do do one of these days per week. Yes. It might take you 30 weeks to do your 30-day challenge. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> exactly. You're not going to get in trouble. I You're mean, not going I'm to get say, in trouble. One of the days that you definitely didn't do yoga in the last week was the day that you went for a walk and then you sent me the stats after <laughs> this walk. You did 15,000 steps in the day and you did 100, mm. the equivalent of 100 floors, as in like walking up 100 set of stairs. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Blue Mountains. Yes. <laughs> That is a day that you don't need to do one of your thirty days of yoga. <laughs> no, and I and I didn't because honestly, I didn't. I didn't even think I had that in me. Um, <laughs> it was my husband that was keen to get out for a walk that day, um, but a little bit like the you know just lace up your shoes, just get outside. Once I was out there, I actually had a bit more energy, a bit more enthusiasm mm. than I thought, and um, and I definitely did a really gentle yoga practice the next day to try and stretch Recover. out those. Yeah. yeah, it was very much a recovery session. It wasn't. It wasn't physical. There weren't squats and and you know there weren't any difficult poses. It was very stretchy and uh, and that's that you know that's why it's it's okay to do exercise on consecutive days if you feel like it, but you just have to be really careful about backing things up with the same thing over and over again. Mm, You don't want to overtrain those muscles. Um, You know, like in terms of other sort of challenges, a designated workout program with a qualified trainer where you, you might be training with this person either online or in person every single day, often they're going to be targeting different muscle groups anyway in those programs. So if you think about like, you know, and often they're a lot longer. They're, you know, they're usually at least sort of 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and and so over that time that the purpose of that program, again, because they're often run by people who are qualified to coach you, um, is that that they're they're designed to start off you know, much, much easier than, and so that by the end, of, by the time you get to the end of that, you know, six or 12 weeks, whatever it is, you're actually a lot fitter and a lot stronger than when you started because you've kind of gradually built up that, that strength and that fitness. Um, but you're certainly not doing the same thing every day, even in, in those, in those programs. So yeah, no one is ever telling you to do this. Well, no one qualified is ever telling you to work yeah. out the same no, set of muscles every day. No one with your best interests at heart <laughs> will ever ask you to do 100 squats a day for 30 days to transform your life. I mean, I just don't think it's that transformative anyway, but you know. No. All right. This is what I think of those. <laughs> Into the bin. In the bin. In the um, bin. Rant over. Podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Cavallari. 
thank you for listening to our little pod. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at womenlikeyoupodcast.com. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gab. And next week, we're going to be looking at a new trend called fitness snacking. What is it? And is it any good for you? I mean, I'm hoping it's just snacking yeah, on food I'm here while for you the work snack. out. <laughs> I am here for the snacking. Fitness Actually, snacking. I'm not much of a snacker. I've never been a, never really been a snacker. Oh, you know what I've developed in the last four months, five months, is the ability to snack, baby. Cannot stop snacking. <laughs> Snacky doodles. Snacky snack away. All right. I love you. I love you too. Talk to you next week. Indeed. Bye. 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 Big name in the water.